Hi, this is JoJo, and you're listening to Ballin' Out. And we back. And we back. And we back. Yo, 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 what's up? It's Adele. It's Natalie. And you're listening to Ballin' Ballin Out. (laughs) I know you guys missed us because it's been a month and a half, and we're so sorry about that. We're really sorry. But you know. It's been a moment, man. You know, sometimes things just catch up to you. Life happens. Like, we're here now, and that's what and matters. That, exactly, exactly. And a lot has been happening in a our lot. absence that we're going to try to, you know, truncate everything and make sure that it fits in this neat little podcast. Probably the biggest news is that Adele beat me at fantasy football. That's, like, most top, top line <laughs> update. That happened. It was embarrassing for me as the experienced fantasy player. But she's kicking butt right now. She has, like, a 5-1 record, and I'm 3-3. So... Natalie yeah, should be humble bragging more. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm losing my other league, though. It all balances out. But I think real top line, though, this whole – there's a lot, a lot happening in the NFL these days. Yes. And it's all thanks to the 49ers star, Colin Kaepernick. Well, former star turned backup quarterback turned <laughs> now maybe star again. Who's to say? Um, it's Part-time like, starting quarterback. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yes, will Chip Kelly summon his inner star again? We'll see. But he's definitely been making headlines um, because he's decided to protest the national anthem. Mm -hmm. And Um, take a knee. Take a knee. And he's been doing this since the preseason, but nobody really started paying attention until the regular season because people sort of don't watch preseason games that closely. Um, But people were like, what is he doing? Mm -hmm. There's a lot of controversy. People take it as offensive towards the military but what he's doing is protesting sort of in parallel the with injustice. black lives matter yes, you know absolutely um yeah the injustice of what's going on um to black people in this country and uh, you know just to harp on what natalie said a lot of people are taking offense to it because they think that you know if a, if if a player were to do that in the united states of america then he should go and play somewhere somewhere else right which is like kind of crazy because a it's like a song mm-hmm. and a flag like it's like <laughs> yeah. they're symbols you know yeah. i don't know so but anyway it's definitely been causing a lot of discussion both in the nfl where some other players have also decided to take a knee during the national anthem mm-hmm. around the league kind of not as many as i would have expected yeah. honestly like it's been sort of like two or three players for a team mm-hmm. max like not any huge things this my own beloved seahawks were a bit I don't know. They, they stood in solidarity because they stood arm in arm instead of taking. Which a I knee. I appreciated that too. And it, it got a lot of different responses. Some yeah. people viewed it as a cop out, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of like. Ugh, but knows? at the end of the day, we live in the land of the free, and you're supposed to be yeah, able to of express part of that, however you feel in whatever way you want to do it. Um, but like you said, you know, it's it's been discussed in both the NFL and beyond it, especially if you look to the music world, when you have artists like T.I., John Legend, Neo, Styles P all weighing in on it. Um, and for the most part, everyone's siding with Kaepernick. Yeah. I think- for the people who are speaking out, I mean – I think most of the people who disagree with him are probably just not saying anything. You know what I mean? Like they're choosing silence as opposed to being like, no, I think he's offensive. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, there are people sort of siding with him in the music world because I think a lot of times musicians are like more progressive than mm-hmm. probably people in the NFL. <laughs> and he also actually just got a shout out from Eminem who decided to make a comeback today on this nearly eight minute bar fest <laughs> called Campaign Speech where he clowns Trump, he mentions George Zimmerman, he references Trayvon Martin, but he also shouts out Colin Kaepernick. Dad started falling back with it and got slapped with a Colin Kaepernick practice sock. 
it's resonating with a lot of people, Definitely. even those who are not uh, pro athletes. No, it's starting a conversation. I think we just need to share this headline that <laughs> Adele wrote because it's like the most beautiful thing I've ever read. And when I saw it, I was like, Adele, we just need to just need to spotlight this for a second. Uh, Neo slams Ruth Bader Ginsburg. There's more to it for dismissing <laughs> Colin Kaepernick's national anthem protest. But Mind I like you, it just period. I just want to like. She just wanted to make it. That that was like the shortened abbreviated version of the headline that she liked. But basically TMZ caught up with Neo randomly as he was <laughs> getting into his do. car. They catch up with people randomly. You know, guerrilla, guerrilla journalism right there. And so <laughs> apparently Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg yeah, she called said. Kaepernick's protest quote unquote dumb. Yeah, she said it was dumb. And it was like. Ruth, you're dumb. You're a Supreme <laughs> Court justice. Like, why are you, you weighing in on why this? Are, no, like yeah. weigh in, but also defend the Constitution, yeah. which is literally your job. Like what? I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah. So Neo basically said, well, you know, she's right. There are no rules for people being uh, to keep people from being stupid. But the same way there are no rules to stop her from saying the dumb shit she just said. So thank you, Neo, for that Classic, wonderful quotable. The beef that will define 2016, <laughs> Neo versus Ruth Bader Ginsburg. It's, it's going. I mean, the one everyone was, was talking about yesterday, I mean, we're going to date ourselves in podcasts a little bit, was Lady Gaga versus the Chainsmokers. Yeah. But I far prefer Neo versus <laughs> Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I think there's a lot more meat there Yeah. To, and uh, speaking of Gaga, you know, during our absence, she was actually officially announced yeah. as the Super Bowl half-time 51 halftime performer. How do we feel about this, Adele? Well, before we were talking about how Adele was in talks of possibly doing yeah. it, and I wasn't sure about that. Even though she's my name twin, like, I just didn't feel like crying at the Super Bowl. So <laughs> I was like, I don't know how this is going to work. Um, emo and, like, Super Bowl parties don't mix. But... Right. Um, Lady Gaga, I can see her like really tearing it up. Like I really want her to bring out Kanye West and Kid Cudi though, and like do a song <laughs> together. Do uh, do God. poker face. There you go. Yeah. See, I would love for that to happen, but I feel like, I feel like Gaga. That's not happen because that was like two thousand. It may not happen. I don't. I don't want to rule out Kanye though. You just never know with Gaga. I what mean, if Beyonce I, comes out again. She just makes the Super Bowl like her Man, own personal stuff. I know, She's right? Like, if she comes out, out for a third time, I know that the Beehive will be, you know, all for it. And I am a member of the Beehive. But I do want Gaga to really just like own it. You know, she's had such a great year. She won an Emmy, right, for Best Actress. No, sorry, Golden Globe for Best Actress. Um, she's dropping her new album, Joanne, on Friday. And it's been getting positive reviews thus far. Um, I just feel like 2016 is her year. And she's just going to keep going until 2017. I mean, the timing is definitely right. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw some like sort of speculation about the timing, which is interesting because they did announce it really early, which suggests that she's one of she was one of their top choices because yeah. like Coldplay came in like December, right? You know, like yeah. so that's like I don't know. I wonder what goes on behind the scenes. Someday yeah. I would like to find out like what that process is like because it's definitely really. I mean, it's a huge thing. It's yeah. literally the biggest performance yep. in the world, biggest sporting in, event in the world, yeah. most viewed. So you know, props and the halftime show is is enormous so yeah. i mean she'll definitely she'll put on the show i'm not like the biggest like gaga little monster i'm not a monster person, right i wasn't whatever gonna i'm not a monster either but i have seen her perform before and i will be seeing her perform again tomorrow mm-hmm. so i'm excited mm-hmm. to see her I, she's a great performer regardless um and then transition transitioning into our drake update Drake update. So let us know what's going on with Jersey right now. now. Yeah, Adele didn't even know about this. This nope. is unusual that I would be up on Drake news that Adele is not up I've on. I've been asleep on the six guys. <laughs> Basically, it is the MLB 
I don't even want to say what they are because I'm going to say it wrong, but <laughs> the American League Championship Series is currently going on between the Blue Jays and the Indians. Um, I personally do not have allegiances in this matchup, except one of our bosses is an Indians fan, so I guess maybe that's my allegiance. But, of course, Drake is a Toronto Blue Jays fan yep. because, you know, because the duh. six, whatever. <laughs> um, apparently, he even, like, went to some games earlier in October, I think, for some of the mm-hmm. lower league stuff mm-hmm. whatever i don't um, even know drake watches baseball i didn't either but as then a toronto like, raptors but, global but ambassador course, like, <laughs> as they like you know are in the championships drake shows up you of know, course just walking you up know. there he's like oh hey they're doing well so i'm gonna show up but anyway he got in beef because what does Drake do with his time except getting beat? People <laughs> right. who are way, 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 way not in his tier of life. He got in a beef with the Cavs official DJ. Like the Cleveland Cavaliers official DJ. Not better why Better why Drake. That's, better why. That's basketball, by the way. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they have this like Instagram back and forth. And it's just like, and of course the Indians are up three one. Yeah. So the DJ is like, boom. So they're in suck. a beef. Yes. Over the, baseball. Over baseball. Over their teams. It's like not even like a real thing. Um, <laughs> what is it ever yeah. a real thing? I mean, Natalie, it's never when it comes a real thing. It's never. See, look, like, he posted this picture of Drake in an Indians jersey, which I'm not sure if that's photoshopped well, or well, what. Well, yeah, we'll but embed it in the real. post, y'all. Him throwing out the first pitch in an Indians game. That really happened. I mean, maybe it did. That, I didn't even do the research to find out if it's true or not. But he did post this photo, and he was like awkward because the <laughs> Indians are three and zero. And Drake posted some. I don't know. He, Drake posted we, a photo on his Instagram with deleted. five bajillion million followers to the Cavs uh, official team DJ. I can't. It's just like Drake. Drake. We're just going to combine the Drake update and injury just, report on this one because it's like, dude, just chill. Just continue you working like... on this rumored Gucci Mane joint project. Continue working on this rumored Kanye West he's project. Still, like, just leave. He's the most powerful guy in the world and he's getting in beefs with some dude who yep. works for the Cavs. Like, okay. I mean, I wish we could explain it. I wish Drake would come on the show and explain it. We need it. the Cavs DJ next episode. Go. We should We're gonna 100% try <laughs> get him on as a guest. All we right, should. it's on. All right, it's on, it's on for sure. Um, speaking of being on, Nelly just inked a development deal with Fox so that he can be a contributor on the FS1 show uh, Skip and Shannon Undisputed. Right, because when I think hot takes, you think, I think Nelly, because it gets hot in here. That's what I was about <laughs> to say. Stop stealing my jokes, <laughs> You know I had to do it. <laughs> well, we'll share the byline on that yeah, one. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sure, sure. But anyway, yeah, so um, I mean, it's a great move for him. I mean, you know, this guy used to play in football and baseball. Fans, like, because you yeah. know, Lil Wayne was on as you exclusively premiered. <laughs> yes, whatever, so Lil right? Wayne Lil did Wayne do the uh, the uh, the theme song called No Mercy and has just been giving interviews left and right to ESPN and also I FS1. I mean, he was on Fox Sports 1 and ESPN before he talked to the New York Times. So yeah. that shows you that where, shows you where his priorities, priorities are. Yep. There you go. Exactly. But, uh, um, yeah. but it sounds like a good move for Nelly. I mean, he just celebrated uh, Country Grammar going uh, selling 10 million copies. So it's yeah. diamond. Diamond status. So it's. I mean, it's a perfect album. So <laughs> <laughs> I I do not disagree with that as well. And then lastly, this is my personal favorite. I told Natalie that um, we need to talk about this, even though it's more so me talking about it. I'm gonna as listen. the resident um, wrestling stand. Yeah. But Waka Flocka Flame and Ric Flair are running mates. Uh, 
fake running mates for the 2016 election. Oh, wow. Okay, I forgot. <laughs> so, I knew that Waka Flocka Flame thing. He was yeah. like, I'm going to run for president. Yeah. And then that was like last summer. And then I hadn't yes. heard anything about it. Since. So last April, he put out like this pot friendly campaign saying that he was going to run for president. Nothing really happened of it. And then today he randomly uh, shared, you know, this new campaign video, Make America Woo again. Based off of the Nature Boys catchphrase, and I thought it was genius. Are you kidding me? You can have Wacka, Flacka, and the Nature Boy on the same ticket now? Register to vote. We won't lose. Genius. I absolutely love it. See, I'm getting too pumped up right now. But if you have not seen the video, please do see it. Because, you know, forget will Trump, I get forget Clinton. If I don't watch wrestling. Like, <laughs> yes, I don't know. Okay. You will. Because he's the kiss stealing. Jet flying, or no, limousine riding, wheeling and dealing, son of a gun. And that's why you should watch it. I have no idea she, what's going she's on. She's giving right me now, a blank face right but now. But it's, it's cool. <laughs> I mean, you know, waka flocka, anything to add a little levity to the election, yes. I'm like, I'm here for. I mean, I'm you know, there it. are so many obnoxious and silly things happening in this election. What's a waka flocka? And you know, terrifying. So this is and definitely better. As well. yeah. yeah, so, you this know. Is, this is good. Waka flocka. Don't vote Waka Flocka, <laughs> but also watch the video. Yes, for sure. <laughs> but don't write him in. Don't do that. And now we're going to welcome our two guests on our comeback Yay. episode of Ballin' Out. First it's up. A, it's a diverse group, but a star group. A great group. If I may say so myself. Yes. So first up, we have Foxborough's own JoJo, who just celebrated the release of her, I want to say, third studio album. I think that's right. Off of Atlantic but Records. first in 10 years. First in 10 years, guys. JoJo has been, She's 25. <laughs> going been through legal disputes crazy. with her yeah. former label and just, you know, it's trying to get her life together. Times. And finally, she has released an album called Mad Love. So we had a couple and of minutes to chat with her. to sing the national anthem. Two at, times. Yes, and once in her native Foxborough for the Patriots, which Adele and I were both like, Ugh. but yeah. it's it's fine because you know we're everybody has a team and some people like the Patriots, I guess. So, yes. but no shade to JoJo, we no love JoJo, JoJo, but we're she, she came on. yes, she stops by for a little bit and then we're following right after her with the Seattle SuperSonics' own Gary Payton. NBA Hall of Famer right there, yo. Only po- point guard to win the NBA Defensive Player of the Year award. And he was a ball he to talk to. Not to say perfect. JoJo wasn't, but he was just hilarious. He, I was trying to stifle my to laughter. He as a time. pod thing. So, <laughs> you know, I think that's all he needs to know. He was like, I hear you guys have this pod thing. You'll hear. You'll hear. But anyway, it's hear. great. Gary Payton is basically our best friend. And he also may be Billboard's nearest employee. Who's so, to say? He's going to come on board. Well, yeah, listen in now. Already falling out. We are finally back with another episode and a very special guest. I mean, she needs no introduction, really, but she is celebrating the release of her new album, Mad Love. Everybody, (laughs) everybody, welcome, JoJo. Thank you. Thank you for performing for Billboard. That was such a great Friday treat. I was getting goosebumps. She just killed it. And you guys can all go watch it on Billboard's Facebook. There you go. It was good vibes. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. So let's get right into the new album. Why did you decide that uh, Mad Love would be the perfect title for it? Being an East Coast girl like I am, I use mad a lot. Mad good, <laughs> mad cool, mad excited. You know, I got mad love for you. So yeah. I, that's what I wanted to bring into this next chapter is mad love. Just the, the abundance of love that I feel 
forgetting to do what I love after so long of, you know, fighting to be able to put out new music, the, my connection with my fans, but also the, you know, double, triple, quadruple meaning that it can take on mad love with crazy, passionate, intense love that I also have written about in this album. Mm-hmm. So I know that your last album was The High Road. So what kind of, I guess, personal life experiences did you have to go through in order to create this full body of work? I mean, there's been so many iterations of this third album that I've just gone through life like anyone kind of has from 15 to 25. Definitely. And this just happens to be my journey. And I, this is just um, kind of, of course, relationships, things like that. I, I did go through a lawsuit with my former label, sued them twice, spent a lot of time and money and feeling like I was never going to get out of that. So my depression was a real thing. And I think taking accountability for how you perceive your circumstances is something that I've learned how to do and and then find the resilience and the triumph in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a big one for sure. And We're, like, yeah, going through so many different obstacles like that, like what do you credit your positivity to? Uh, to the people around me and to reading motivational books, self-help books, honestly, and just choosing to not be a like not be resentful, but instead have the victory. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, you don't, you're not going to walk into opportunities if you're salty all the time. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's replacing your expectations with appreciation. And, um, and look, I come from a resilient place. I mean, Massachusetts has just, you know, it's a city of champions and we come back, we're oh, the comeback oh, kids. So. She's, she's already She's starting she started with the shit talk. All right. I think we need to preface this by saying, JoJo said, I don't know anything about sports, so I don't know if I should do this podcast. But then here we have the talk about the city of champions. I just know who we are. I don't know much about Foxborough represent right now. That's right. That's right. But yeah, I mean, we can just like dive in into that a little bit you grew up in the home of the patriots yeah that's no that's no small thing what was that i mean i know you're like you're not into it into it but you kind of have to be a fan by default right well we moved around so much foxborough was the place where i spent the most of my childhood because i've just been i've been all i grew up everywhere kind of you know right but i still have family there so i used to live in a duplex that was um like you could walk through the woods and get to the stadium. Wow. So I would hear That's games crazy. going on and, and people would like try to park in um, your yard. on our street yeah. or, yard <laughs> or stuff. And now, now it became illegal, but it used to be chill. Like you could just kind of hustle people and like charge a lot of money. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it, it's a cool thing. Um, I'm actually going to be singing at a Patriots game on Sunday at the Anthem. So I'm really excited about that. And Foxborough is a really small town and then it grows. So, I mean, uh, exponentially when when games because it's like under 20,000 people it's a small town right wow that's awesome and you also performed on Monday Night Football a yes, couple of I'm weeks so ago so nervous <laughs> and so Natalie actually uncovered a video yeah I found the video from like 2005 or something of you performing the, Pro at the Bowl? orange yeah oh, some okay. bowl orange bowl some One of the football bowls. game <laughs> so like what was that like like the first time you did when was the first time you did the national anthem even probably when I was seven or Whoa. around six or seven I've been singing for That's my whole wild. life and, and I mean maybe even five six so that's crazy. Yeah, I, I don't have a recollection of the first, very first time I did it, but I've been doing it a long time. 
doing it in a stadium, does that give you any type of, you know, nerves? Like, are there any nerves Yes, there? girl, so many nerves. <laughs> First of all, for, for Monday Night Football, the woman was, like, signaling me to, like, wrap it up, wrap it up. Oh, oh my God. So I had to stay under That's a minute crazy. and 30 seconds, but my comfortable anthem is, like, 142. So yeah. I'm like, how am I going to, like, do this anthem a good, Truncate the a anthem. good job? Right. And then, like, and I have my in-ears in. It's already hard to sing. I was so stressed, but... It was, it was fine. I mean, it sounded incredible. Oh, yeah, I appreciate you it. You killed it. Like, yeah. I mean, that's like the hardest song to sing, everybody says. And it's like 90% of the time, it's like, I'm super lucky that I've never forgotten the lyrics. So watch me do that next <laughs> yeah. time. But No, yeah, knock I've, on wood. No, we're not going to Yeah, you. I'm good. Um, do you get to hang out after the game? Like, after you sing the national anthem, do you get to hang out I'm and watch the game? I'm going to hang with my family, yeah. Aww. And we're going to watch the game together. My Nana actually is going to come on the field with me because we're honoring um, breast cancer survivors, and nice. she is a breast cancer Aww. survivor. So she got awesome. her hair and nails done this weekend, and I got to treat her and, like, make her feel ready so for her big nice. debut. That's so awesome. Do you <laughs> ever get to hang out with Tom Brady? Uh, I can't say I do, but uh, maybe that'll all change this weekend. Yeah, maybe. You never know. He might be so, like, blown away by your performance. I'm going to be like, what's up? When she walked during the the Olympics, I mean, Jesus, Lord have mercy. She's just a vision. No, she's, like, they're just upsettingly photogenic. Mm -hmm. Even I, as, like, sort of a bona fide non-Patriots fan, (laughs) can admit that. But... Yeah, we were also going to ask about the new album. I don't know if like exercise is big for you. Adele actually has a fitness blog. I yeah. was going to but say yeah, that. Yeah, we should, we should do that too Yeah, sometime. I know. We should definitely work out together. So next to me <laughs> in New York. Um, I actually read your awesome body image essay for time. And I am so supportive of just like, you know, embracing who you are with the flaws and all. Um, but when it comes to your own personal gym playlist, yes. what can we expect to hear? You can expect to hear um, a lot of... East Coast hip hop. So like Little Kim, Hardcore, um, Most Deaf, nice. Nas, Illmatic. Nice, the classics. Um, Busta Rhymes. Adele's from Queens, so. Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. Mob Deep. Yeah. Um, yeah, so a lot of stuff like that really gets me amped. And what are your favorite workouts? I love doing interval training on the treadmill. Like this morning, actually, I woke up at 3.30, and uh, I did the Today Show. Oh, my god! woke up at 3.30 in the morning, worked out from 4 to 4.45, mm-hmm. and just did a quick but intense, like, um, so I, I like to start out with a, a fast walk and then take it up to a run, then go back to a walk, do it like that. Then I did some core. So working out is a huge part of what makes me feel great and what prepares me to I mean it just it just makes me feel good that's why I do it yeah and if you could last question if you could pick one song off your album like for a gym for somebody else like say this should be your pregame or this is your cardio out or whatever song I would say uh, good thing is a really good workout song especially if you're doing a class or you're doing cardio vibe is also another one Mm -hmm. Um, like this if you want to like maybe do a pole class Mm -hmm. (laughs) I really love high heels too I was gonna say edibles too edibles is a good one (laughs) thank you um, but okay, before we uh, let you go, who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl? The Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> who are you talking I about? I, just, I know. Rhetorical. <laughs> just putting it, putting it in, so yeah. you can get Super Bowl pick in the headline. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> exactly. But, yeah. But thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you for appearing on our podcast. We need yeah. more women on our we, podcast. Uh, we're trying to make it. Equal. Yeah. I know there's a lot of female sports fans out there. Yeah. I wish I could have done done you know better. Wish I could have you, you, you did <laughs> great. What are you doing? Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> of course. So, guys, get Mad Love. It is out everywhere right now. And are you going to be on tour? Oh yes. Um, 
early 2017 Mad Love Tour. We're going everywhere. Tickets will be announced soon, probably November. So cop those. Come through. I'm going to And show Mad Love. Yeah, show Mad Love. <laughs> when they smile in your face, pop behind you and they well wishes. When they eating all the food off your plate and they don't do And now we've got Gary Payton talking about his one and only rap song. What's up, Gary? How you doing? (laughs) Good. How are you? Glad to have you on on balling out. I heard y'all got a I heard y'all got a a little pod thing going on right here, so I guess we're gonna have a little fun. Yes, we we are. (laughs) That's the idea. But first, we're gonna get down to business. I know that you're a very busy man right now because you are the NBA Do Ambassador. Is that correct for the first ever three on three competition? So tell us a little bit about that. Well, you know what? It's gonna be great. I've been in I've been in five cities before this. This is six cities. This is the grand finale right here. This is the championship. We're bringing all these guys together. You know, a lot of them has been overseas. A lot of them been in in, in um, the D League. Some of them must get have, have um, put their foot into the NBA door. We're giving them opportunities to do the same thing. And you know, we're trying to make this three on three stuff become an Olympic uh, sport. So it's gonna be great. You know, we got the dog pound that's coming out. We got. Warren G, we got Russ wow. coming out, we got Laker players coming out. We gonna have a ball this weekend <laughs> out there in Santa Monica. We gonna do it, you know. We gonna just do it, and y'all better come on too. You I, mean, I wish. Too, I, I mean, I mean, we're based in New York. That's the problem. <laughs> we would have totally been there to support, <laughs> but we're on another coast right now. We gonna out there then. <laughs> we'll put it on the Peyton tab for sure. Sorry? Sorry, could you repeat that? No, it's not too bad. It's actually like 80 degrees right now, so. For sure. So now we, you know, being that this is Billboard, we do have to ask you, what is the story behind the rap record that you uh, recorded called Living Legal and Large? (laughs) You You know, that was so long ago in 93. You know, they brought a lot of us that thought that we had a lot of swagger. And it was fun, though. You know, it was real fun for all of us to go in the studios and try to put a rap together. And, you know, I, I at that time, I thought I was just, you know, I was coming out from Oakland, California. And, you know, the things that I I was accustomed to and, and I was around, you know, a lot of the guys that I, I, I was friends with, you know, was in the streets. And I just felt, felt like I made it. And then... I was doing it legal, you know what I'm saying? I was getting money illegal, and I was just doing it large. So I was, I, I named it Living Legal and Large. I'm the man in charge. So, Definitely. you know, that was just a good little, little rap. And then I rapped about things that I was doing in my life, and it, it was fun. It was real fun going in the studio. I wouldn't become a rapper, though, because it's too hard to remember all the lyrics. I thought basketball <laughs> was a good choice. Okay, I have to ask, though, was that the first rap you had ever written, or had you tried before? No, that 
was the first rap I ever written. You know, they gave us a guy and a producer to go in with. A lot of people were picking producers. I had uh, Too Short help me out a little wow. bit. And uh, it, it was fun, though. It was real, real fun, you know. And, you know, but it's, it's hard. You know, they, you know, everybody don't understand that rappers have great minds. You know what I'm saying? That's why they become movie stars and and, and this stuff because they can re- they can remember a lot of this stuff that they do and they can just go off the off their head and make up rhymes that 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 that, that, that will flow within their life. And it was just real hard for a point at, at a time, but you know once you get into it and get get to going, it was real fun. Definitely. Have you tried any songs since then, or was that will that remain your one song forever? Gotta remain my one song forever, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to do it no more. You know what? I got one of my young guys, uh, Damian Lillard, who is really good at rapping right now, and he's doing his thing out here and being an NBA also, being an NBA star for the Portland Trailblazers. His career is, is going off. He's, he's got a, a album that's coming out that that's going to be really great. He's got a lot of great acts on there and great great talents and, and great rappers on there. And, I, and I'm living through him right now. You know, I go to a lot of his concerts and a lot of his uh, his uh, rap events, and and he's doing very well. Yeah, we've had him on the podcast actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's into it. You know, he's he's really into it. You know, I, he's very talented. So I'm I'm really pushing for him. So you know, him being from Oakland, California, and I'm knowing his father uh, since I was little. Uh, I'm, I'm really hoping that he he, he does this. And, and right now, it's looking like he's doing a great job. For sure. Yeah. I also wanted to bring up. I'm actually from Seattle originally, so I was you know there during your heyday. Well, all right. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. I got to ask, you know, how do you feel? Like, when are we going to get the Sonics back in Seattle? You know what? I get this question all the time. And it's up to, it's really up to the city, the city of Seattle. We have to find out a way to to get an arena back there. I don't think the NBA is going to let us come back unless we get an arena that will show them that, you know, we got enough, enough you know, stuff to support that. I, I feel so sad for the fans because we are a basketball city out in Seattle. Uh, I've been working hard with this to get this back. Uh, we got a great commissioner in Adam Silver right now that is trying to push for us to get back. But he, he got his hands tied, too. You know, he can expand. I don't think he want to do expansion teams. I don't think he's going to do that. I, I right. think that he's told us already that we have to get an arena to entice a lot of the, the owners to, to give us a, a team to go back there. And I think we're just going to have to keep working. Yes, we're going to get a team. I'm never going to say no because I think that we are going to get a team. And, and when we get back to that situation and get a team, it's going to be great for the, for the fans in Seattle, and I'm going to be right there to support it. <laughs> Definitely. Sure. As the only point guard to win, you know, the the NBA Defensive Player of the Year award. Is there a player today that reminds you of yourself? You know what? I'm always going to say my son just got in the league, so he's going to remind me of myself. <laughs> so he plays defense. He plays for the Houston Rockets right now. So uh, I'm going to say him for off the top because I got to give him some love. But uh, I think it's one guy that that that, that does uh, you know remind me of myself. He doesn't remind me of myself as an offensive minded wise, but Tony Allen from the uh, Memphis Grizzlies does. He plays defense just like I does. He'll hound you from end to end, and he gets it done. You know, and and I think that if he had a little bit more offense to him, he could be that two-way player. But he, he you know, it's just not that that way right now. But 
for me to, to see him play the way he's been playing for years and 13 years, and they didn't think he was going to be at that level. I think he's the more, he's the only one guy that I think that can really imitate me right now. Wow. I mean, I'm sure that's pretty inspiring for him to hear. Yeah, of course. And now, Peyton, what else are you listening to on your playlist? Are you a big hip-hop head? Uh, you know what? No, I'm I'm really into... I, I like hip-hop. I like the old school. Uh, you know, I got I got uh, four guys that are uh, really five guys, uh, um, rappers that I really love. I love uh, Tupac. I love Biggie. I love Snoop. I love E-40. And I love Short. So them guys Classics. are old school guys for me, you know, the Ice Cubes and all that. They're great for me, this, this West Coast. I'm a really a West Coast guy, and I, I, I support all the West Coast rappers, you know, the, the, the DJ Quicks. But I, I'm really into uh, Frankie Beverly and Maze, uh, the Commodores, Earth, Wind, and Fire. I like the old schools. I like uh, the Gap Band. Uh, you know, they, them, them are things that I listen to in my playlist right now. You know, I like all the old schools. I'm a music type of guy, you know. I don't listen to the lyrics too much on the raps. I like the beats and stuff like that, so I can bow my head to it in, in, in the mirror when I'm riding down the, around the road in my car. Hey, <laughs> we might need you to share that actual playlist yeah, with our playlist. Billboard readers. It's, I also, it's necessary. I was going to bring up, I know, like, you used to DJ on Cube for a moment, right? Back in the day in Seattle? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I used to, you know, you know, I used to do all the old school stuff on that on Cube. Yeah, I used to have my own little radio show on that, and and, and I used to come with all the old schools. Yeah, definitely. Well, no. just know you can be a DJ for Billboard anytime that you <laughs> want. <laughs> and then before we let you go, I have to ask. Oh, go ahead. Y'all gonna have to get me out there so we can get on there, get on there, and, and, and build Billboard and, and have a great time. Yes, yes. Please. I'm not inviting. I'm gonna come. Um, I'm gonna come. <laughs> consider this your official invite. You are always welcome to the Billboard offices in New York. Just let us know when you're here, and then yeah, um, yeah. As so soon as I come to New York, I'm calling you guys. So you better, <laughs> better look out because I'm gonna pop in here and we gonna have a ball. We, we are so ready. We We're are so ready, ready for that. All right, and then before we let you go, who is the better trash talker in your opinion, you or Kanye West? Hey, Kanye West can't talk no trash like me. So <laughs> all that good stuff, but I talk good stuff. You know what I'm saying? If me and him, I wish I would have played against him or went against him in my day when I was playing because we would have had a great battle. But I like his trash talker. He, he's a guy where he say what he want to say, and, and that's good. You know what I'm saying? But I'm, I'm always going to be the all-time greatest. Yes. Definitely. Agreed. <laughs> well, thank you so much for your time today, Gary. Really appreciate thank it. Thank you. You guys, I appreciate it. And y'all understand, I'll be there soon. I'm coming on. Okay. <laughs> Come on. Just Come on up. through just whenever you're up. here. All right. All right. Thank Great. you. Take Have a good care. rest of your day. You too. You made me happy. This you can dance. And that was Gary Payton. Man. How great was he? I'm still gem. like I'm still experiencing like a high friend. off of it. I know. I want to listen to Frankie Beverly and Maze with Gary Payton. Yes. This is my new life goal. Yes. Um, everything else has just been erased. Like I went to Seahawks training camp, so check. So now I can put Frankie Beverly and Maze with Gary there Payton. You there you go. Boom. But he was like the perfect guest. Thank you so much to Gary Payton. Thank you so, so much, much to, to JoJo. JoJo for coming in the office, visiting yes. us, performing for us.
And thank you to you guys for still sticking it out with us because, you know, we did take a a little break, but we have been getting such great criticism from it. (laughs) Um, And, you know, we're trying to get this thing going, you know, more frequently. So rate, subscribe, link, comment, all that good stuff. The more you listen, the more we can tell our bosses that we actually need to podcast full time. Yeah, there you go. You know, if you give us good ratings, like who knows? The sky is the limit. All right. Well, till next time, y'all. Peace. I'm on the